come on, come on, come on. How you want it, call Yak or Patron? Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it, call Yak or Patron? Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. Free relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. What's going on? It's your boy King Des here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. We're so happy to have you with us this evening. What's going on, gentlemen? Jeezy, what's good, everybody? It's Mr. Jen out here, man. We out here doing it. We we, we definitely gotta just put a fist in the air right now during this time, man. You know what I'm saying? You gonna put your fist in the air? I can't right now because my hands on the board. Yeah, but nigga had a, 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 a symbolic fist in the air yeah. with his brain. That's where it was right now. So we still not going to put it up. Okay, well, some of us aren't full of shit, so, you know, fist in the air. And uh, we're going to keep hurts. it going. That hurts, that hurts. Uh, today, man, we want to talk and, you know, get a little serious, talk about the George Floyd situation and racism in society right now. Uh, George Floyd was obviously killed by police officers who were not convicted and seemingly are getting off. Uh, and, and it's. I guess my question is, what are we gonna do, man? That's a tough question, right? Because I think I think it's a complex answer. I think the first thing we have to do is, um, is we have to make sure when you have your elections, right? Whether those are local elections, state elections, your government, federal elections, and a presidential election, ultimately, that everyone who is able and willing, who's able to vote, votes, right? Because by changing the folks that represent you in Congress and Senate, that's how we're going to impact the changes in the laws. That impact us ultimately. The protesting is good because it brings, you know, awareness to to the causes. Right. But at the end of the day, protests will not change the law. Protests will not change the way that underrepresented groups are treated here in the country. And so we got to do a little bit more to protest. Protesting is fine, but we got to do the work that comes with the protest. And so on. I think that's the first step and educate ourselves. You know what I mean? I think that's important as well. I, I, I think it's something that we all need to get into every race and. I think that's a big difference right now. The fact that you see so many different races coming together to support black lives and you see so many companies doing the same thing. And that's important because that unity is hopefully going to propel that change that we need. I mean, seriously, for example, I just saw this uh, this interesting post from NASCAR. right? And this dude said, listen, I'm, not, I'm retiring from NASCAR today because they won't support me flying my special flag, you know, quote yeah. unquote. And then NASCAR responded to them saying, first off, we had to Google who the hell you were. <laughs> um, and secondly, you know, the two dozen followers that you had, I'm sure they're going to be pretty disappointed in your participation trophies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even NASCAR, which has been predominantly looked at as uh, a white man sport, has taken a stance, strong stance, that we are all one people, right? So, I mean, I think if they can change, man, change is on the horizon. I want to, I want to piggyback off that, yeah. but I'm glad Jim brought that up because there is a, um, there's also a NASCAR driver who has brought attention to this as well and has been in talks with NASCAR about banning the Confederate flag. And yeah. that's Bubba Wallace, yeah, yeah, who yeah. is a, um, he's, he's biracial, but he's of African American descent as well and is one of one, two 
one of two African-American drivers in NASCAR. And he happens to be a very, very good driver, right? So it isn't like some guy you never fucking heard of, yeah, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. Google. Bubba Wallace came in second at the NASCAR 500. You yeah. know what I mean? That's how good he is. And so I think, you know, him, him saying as a professional coming into races and seeing that flag so many places made him uncomfortable. Yeah. And he's one of the drivers driving yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think it's important that, you know, he supported that. and He used his voice. He wore a Black Lives Matter shirt on a NASCAR racetrack. Whoever thought anybody would see that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important to recognize, you know, LeBron's doing good work and, you know, all these people out here doing really good work. But it's important. Bubba Wallace has been putting work on that end, too. So, you know, for recognition. And I appreciate that every platform, ESPN, ABC, everyone is highlighting, you know, black accomplishments and supporting Black Lives Matter, and and they're entirely against everything that's going on right now. And I I just think that's a huge thing because we are coming together. Let me me ask you a question. Do you think, I was reading an article on Complex, so it's like this kind of hip-hop kind of magazine, but it was online, and they were saying there has been, you've seen like white actors, you've seen, you know, the NFL come out, and they said, interestingly enough, reggaeton artists, right? You haven't seen them. You've seen them very mute. On it. So like, you know, Daddy Yankee and Unwell and Bad Bunny and, and Carol G and all these people haven't said anything about it. And, you know, you know, some people say, well, it's a Black Lives Matter thing and they ain't black. Right. But here's the thing. The interesting part is whatever, whatever, whatever you are, and whatever you recognize yourself as, they're members of your fan base that would get treated a certain way because of the way they look. You know but but I mean? we got to take that even a step further, because mm-hmm. when I was looking at a couple of statistics about the number of infractions that black people um, get stopped on versus Hispanic. I mean, they were the bulk of the population and they were the bulk that of the population that also resulted in, you know, deaths mm-hmm. um, by those. And so to be honest with you, this is just not a black thing, man. It's, it's truly, we, I really want to take it away from just being a, a race thing, man. It's, 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 it's race against, the system, in a sense, human and, rights, man, and, and that's what it is. And if you feel like you know, just because you're Hispanic or what, whatever, you know, from whatever culture you're from, that you're not impacted by this, trust me, your people getting killed too, yeah. right? So I think dark skinned Indian getting killed real fast. Oh yeah, <laughs> just because they got the good hair, he, he just they got the good hair don't mean shit. Right, you know they, what I'm saying? Killing that nigga, saying nigga, nigga, he over there like, don't hurt yeah. me. I am working here. I, I am visiting. I do not want to go to jail. I want to be myself. I, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. You're laughing, get, but I'm. He can't kill that say. right. He can't kill that right. <laughs> you know, this is something that everyone goes through. Coming up as a teenager, I was with you, Jen, and yeah. we got pulled over. And you know, I open my eyes, guns in my face. We get pulled out on the nine police officers. Yeah, bro. And, and nine police officers for for one car. And three black men. Oh, yeah. And they told me that I had a murder one and drug trafficking. They, and he fit the description. And if anybody know Jen, know that nigga was always dressed in preppy, nigga. You know what <laughs> this nigga didn't fit no description. And yes, we were leaving the strip club, I believe. But that nigga drove, wore a cardigan to the strip club. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't chilly in Which there. nigga kills a nigga in a cardigan? You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? So it that was stinks. crazy, man. That but stinks. we've all been you know through that? situations like that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? As black men, black people, so or people of color. So mm-hmm. we just shit's gotta... happened in front of my son. Uh, and I had to tell him to walk home because I was only like three blocks away from my home, man. Mm. And he was getting rough with it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I was like, man, go to your mom, man, because you do not need to see this. I'll talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the shit's happened in front of my daughter mm-hmm. while I was in a movie theater, man. And a man just told me, turn off my motherfucking phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who the fuck you talking to? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then he started, 
he started shining a light in front of my daughter's face and then started talking about I'm a monkey, coon, nigga. And Are you serious? I got up Are you and I was serious? about to destroy it. Yeah, you didn't know this? Because, nah. because my anger is on a, on a thousand. But, you know, I said, this is what he wants. Now, granted, he then proceeded to go to the steps and block my way from leaving the movie theater while still screaming these profanities and, and these discriminatory insults. And while my daughter's seeing, so I say, listen, you got about three seconds to move. The manager's there. He says, I can't move him for you. The police is on their way. And I was like, he has three seconds to move. And I counted it down, and then I launched his ass over several chairs, okay? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, having to sit there and deal with that with my daughter was like, Dad, we have to go now. Mm -hmm. And she autistic, and Mm -hmm. that was the clearest words I've ever heard her say. You know what I'm saying? And, And... I just remember jumping on the phone with my lawyer and I'm like, this is what happened. Am I good? And, you know, of course that all got hashed out the right way, but mm-hmm. it didn't it, have to. It didn't have to. That's the problem. It's happened so frequently. Mm-hmm. I can make a coffee table book of how many instances that this has happened to me in my life. And it's a shame. And we talk about it, even these things where getting a job, man, you got to change your name because if it's too ethnic, you know, you're going to not get the same level of um, that's truth of that's optics and, and opportunities, mm-hmm. man. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so ingrained systematically, these unconscious biases that we have that we need to somehow dissolve or, or un, un, untangle it for us to really survive as, as, a, as a people. You know, it's interesting. You know, I think um, this whole thing with race, that's not just a thing in the United States. It's a thing all over the world. True. And, um, you know, whether you're, whether you're everywhere. Right. And the crazy thing is it's much more than the American justice system or or how the Dominican Republic or Colombia and certain Latin American countries can be around colorism and things like that. It's the fact that fundamentally there is this thing that we're that that is symbolic in, in, in most cultures. Dark black is evil. White bright is good. And that is a fundamental tenet in many, many cultures, right? To go to the dark side, right? To go to go to the light, right? All these things are almost subliminal from the time you're a kid and you're watching television. So that's why fair-skinned, light-eyed, light-haired folks are associated with all things good. Dark-eyed, dark-skinned, dark-haired people are associated with criminal behavior. Right. It's that it's that kind of deep. And so, you know, I think we need a lot of social and cultural reprogramming before we get to where we need to be. But I think one thing that doesn't take generations is changing policy. And I can't stress that enough. That doesn't take generations to happen. That takes you putting the right leaders in office in November and making sure that they represent the the, the interests of the communities that you represent. That's it. And and I think not only do you need the right policymakers, but you also need the right servicemen. And that goes for the police. Uh, the judges, the attorneys, because if they have ulterior motives, they're going to be working against us and they're not fighting for us and, and we're getting longer sentences. Uh, the are KKK, you know, low key and why they're, uh, which is why they're sending us to jail and, and getting away with send, doing all kinds of things that they shouldn't be able to do because the fact of the matter is we're not weeding out to see who is really who. You know, you know what the stupid thing is, in. man? The stupid thing is, man, these motherfuckers get paid to protect and to serve, right? Nigga, they get a paycheck for that. Now, if you were a customer service agent 
and you get paid to give good customer service. But every time someone called you and irritated the fuck out of you and you say, listen, motherfucker, and then started going off. Right. And and you started taking all of their credit card information and hitting Amazon and buying you shit. Guess what? You get fired, right? Yeah. It, these niggas are pre- paid to protect and to serve, and they're not doing that. So why is it so hard for them to get fired, yeah. right? And I think, unions, and that's that's the part I really struggle mm-hmm. with, man. It's no different, but somehow they they're under a, a, a real nice protected shade, man. Uh. <laughs> uh Dad's just wanting to make sure women everywhere know no ashy feet, okay? Uh, he he mentioned that to me earlier, and I, I know he meant to say it. He probably forgot, but it's real easy to get comfortable at home. Um, I mean, guess what? Ash happens, uh, especially you know if you're a darker uh, skin tone, and that's fine. But tighten up. Uh, there's listen, a lot of lotion sales. Listen, it, it, it ain't even that complicated. Your, if you really your body us. becomes wet and then it becomes dry, you need to moisturize it. I don't care if you black, brown, beige, or olive. No, moisturize. He's yellow. He don't really need moisturize. Ash is not about your color. It's about the moisture content in your it's skin. True, it's moisturize true. your skin. Yeah. That's my PSA. <laughs> I got a young looking face too, so I'm tired to talk to it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> shut that out for you. But you know, you know, on a more serious note, it's every race, like you said, that's going through this. And I, I made a joke about Indians being looked at as black. Do you think Hispanics are black? That's tough. No, I, I don't think Hispanics are black. I don't think it's fair to, to classify them as that. I think that if we're talking like Latin people, Hispanics are not homogeneous, right? So. They they range in, in scale, color and culture and dialect and different things like that. So I, I don't think it's that easy. Um, I think there are Latin folks in different countries that recognize the African heritage that they possess, right? To whatever degree that is. I think there are, I think there are sects who have that and deny it, right? For whatever reason, that's unfortunate as well. But but it happens. But I don't think you can classify. I don't think you can classify them as as black any more that you can say a biracial person is black. Um, and I, and I, and I was having a conversation with somebody, if you have a parent that is not black, is it, is it offense? Like black people get offended at that shit, but can you say, look, I'm not black. I'm not white either, but I'm not black. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why you, you, <laughs> you want them to claim, you yeah. know, black shit. Yeah. But I, I think that's, I think that's unfair for a non-mixed person or not a person with, you know, to, to say that to somebody who is right. Yeah. Due to I, the one eighth rule, man. Still classic. Well, I, this also and in 1946 your, too. I mean, like niggas. And isn't it whatever the ethnicity your father is? Say who, nigga? Like, I what, thought like, that's what they said. Like, who, who is the fuck is they? I mean, shit, nigga. I don't know, you know who they is. I've been wondering who they is my whole <laughs> life, nigga. <laughs> they, nah. nigga, in quotations. They listen because you know I was having this conversation because I, you know, I got I got kids and I got kids that um, have a Hispanic mother. And the thing is, this you go from. You got, you got, I say this all the time, right? Mixed motherfuckers run the gamut, right? Because you got, you got like motherfuckers like Doja Cat, right? Who got an African father, black as fuck, and a Jewish mother. And she in racist chat rooms where racist talking about nigger, 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 monkey, coon, 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 right? Yeah. Because 
Guess what she was raised around? Her Jewish mother around white people. She doesn't want to associate with that part that is unfamiliar to her. She wants to be white as bad as she can be. Right. Then, like when I was growing up, we had two brothers in the hood, two mixed brothers, Patrick and Ishmael. And they was and they was the white kind of mix too, like yeah. and, they, and they was the hardest niggas in the hood. Let me tell you something, because they was gonna show they was gonna show us how fucking black they was. I yeah, mean, like yeah, they yeah, would fight yeah, first, they would stab your ass, they would put a rock in the sock. Them niggas was violent, yeah. okay? Because they needed to show, right? And then those, you got those are the most dangerous guys too. When right. they got something to prove. And then you got and then you got people in the middle, right? So yeah, yeah. you might have black mixed people that say, "Look, I'm black." Right, and that's yeah. what it is. And you got mixed people say, "No, nah, like I I really fuck with my mom, and my grandparents, yeah. and they ain't black at all." So. Yeah. I can't, you know. You're, I, can't. You're, I definitely agree, and I never saw it that way until today. So I think it's what you relate to as far yeah, as your culture, yeah, because yeah. your upbringing is your culture. So if mm-hmm. you ultimately were raised around your black grandparents and you're mixed with white, you're gonna come to terms with them nigga ass uh, white people you mm-hmm. you just discussed. But if it were vice versa, I could see how it works. That's tight. I got a question. Yeah. I do have a question about that. This is, and we're going to get off the like Hispanic tip because none of us are, right? But yeah. if you, if you have a child, right? Let's say you're, let's say you're black, right? And you have a black child. Mm-hmm. And for what, for work purposes, you move to a Latin country. So that kid moves there when he's six months old and y'all live there until he's 18 and he comes back to the States for college. Is that kid whatever you are or is that kid whatever that country is? Colombian, Dominican, whatever he is. What, what, if he said, I'm fucking Dominican. Can he claim that shit? Or do you he like can. that? He can so? definitely because that's where he was raised. Um, I, Even if there's no ancestry there. Well, and again, it depends on how he's raised there, too. Mm-hmm. I imagine you have to adapt to the culture on some level when mm-hmm. you're living in another country. Mm-hmm. So you can't nigga it up too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's that you can't take that nigga Popeyes and say, hey, nigga, this is how we do it when we rip that chicken leg. Because listen, your grown ass still don't know how to eat chicken wings, nigga. So who going to teach Wait, that nigga how to eat chicken wings? You ain't going to learn that shit in El Salvador, nigga. Like, they, they probably ain't frying chicken wings, nigga. I don't know. So <laughs> I think it depends really on where you are. You know yeah, what I mean? So, yeah, yeah he can definitely claim that. You know, I wouldn't blame him on that. That's what's up. Uh, is there anything we can do to change this shit before we get off this? To be honest with you, I think it's it's just a grassroots thing, man. So, a lot of people are basically saying that our president is not showing well, right? Which we expected nothing less. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I'm sorry. Relax. Um, but basically, he's, he, you know, he hasn't come and really created a platform basically saying that he supports that Black Lives Matter, you know. Surprise, surprise, and, nigga. <laughs> and you know I'm just saying, right? But so if we're not going to get it from our leadership, and typically if you go to any organization, if change is going to happen, it's it going to happen from the from CEO, the yeah. and it's going, to be top, it's going to be top down. The interesting thing that's happening right now is so grassroots right now, our leadership is actually happening on the ground. Like it's happening with our people, and they're forcing people to listen at this point. My issue and my concern is sustainability. We're going to get a few wins here and there, and I guarantee you they're going to attempt to take their foot off the gas pedal. This ain't the time to take your foot off the gas pedal, right? Um, I think this is something that even once everything simmers down, it it cannot stop. And I'm not saying it has to look like protest, but all of us have a responsibility where we can to make an impact. If I'm in my organization and I'm in charge of diversity and inclusion, what am I going to do to kind of change the game? If I have any impact to, 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 to go into the community and start teaching these young black boys exactly how to navigate the system so that they're better prepared and they have the support and resources to really come out here and, and, and be different and show differently, 
and not making excuses because sometimes I think our people make excuses, man. And that's the problem. You can, you are, there's people that take this and take, take all that's going on around them and they use it as an anchor and they sink to the bottom of the ocean. And there's people who use it as fuel and they rise to the top. I think if we all as a people holistically took that and started really showing up, man, they can't deny you. The problem yeah. is we're so compartmentalized because we've been compartmentalized since slavery. You on this plantation, you on this plant. They separated us out in so many different ways that we were afraid to revolt, right? So I think at this point, just like when the Mexicans come together, man, and they and it, there's eight of them living in the house, man, they pooling their money together and they're creating a new lifestyle for themselves, but they bringing their people up together. The Cubans were really good at doing that. I mean, People, the Jewish people, they came here as immigrants. They were disrespected. They were discriminated against and all that. The Irish, all those people. And they were white. But guess what? They rose together. And as black people, I don't think we do a great job with that shit. We got to, you know, I, I think you brought some good points, Jen. I think that we need to um, we need to lift each other up, right? Like, here's the thing. You mentioned all those groups. I think that, unfortunately for us, there's two focuses we have, right? The way the way that the government is situated to deal with people who are not in the, in the majority, yeah. right? How, how we're treated, how we're sentenced, how we're treated by the police, and what's allowed um, and what's acceptable. The other part is, to be to be blunt, and something you touched on, is taking an inner look at our communities and what we're doing to, to help those communities. I can tell you, when I was in, uh, you know, when I was younger, I used to mentor this kid. I don't know, I was like, it was up in Michigan uh, in, in school, and um, I used to mentor this kid. His dad was a deadbeat, wasn't around. His mom worked all the time. His sister was Lucy motherfucking Goosey. How Lucy are talking about, though? Man, flapping in the wind. Okay. So, so young man, man, he's a little Puerto Rican kid, actually. And um, I remember, I remember I met him at the Y. Um, I used to go in there and hoop. And um, he would always ask me, could he shoot around with me? It got to the point where, like, I was picking this dude up. I was taking him home. I was taking him to get something to eat. He would spend the night at my house. And I just saw he went from being a really troubled kid and having difficulties to really me talking to him every day, like how important it is to educate. I said, you got to take care of your mom. You got to take care of your sister. You got to be in like to see him change. And over the the years I was there to see him go to a young man who I'm still in contact with today was just, was just valuable. But I think it would be naive to think that that, I didn't have some really important part, you know, in his life because he didn't have a a male role model. You had that that reach back though. Right. We we don't all all reach back. That's That's my point, but we have to. We're all successful, but are are we taking the opportunity to reach back? You know, play it forward the right way. That's what it is. I agree. Turn up. Well, how do you feel like, (laughs) I feel like uh, with all this racism and all of the the stress that's happening with it, the relationships at home are more important than ever. Yeah. Um, I think they should be able to hold you down, you know, in these tough times. But I also can see how they can stress the relationship, you know, depending on the, the previous status of the relationship. Or maybe even other factors like race. Uh, I want to dive right into that. How do you feel interracial couples are handling this? You know, especially maybe a white woman with a black man, or maybe even vice versa, a, a black woman, black woman with a white man um, who probably has a black son. You know what I mean? So I don't know. You know, and again, I'm not dating outside of my race or, or, or have much experience with it. But what I will say is I can't imagine it being easy looking at a white woman at home 
knowing I just seen a white man kill a nigga who was begging, please, I can't breathe. I got to look at that home and be like, bitch, I don't need to see you right now. That's tough. That I don't think you know, man, and I know tough. it's, I, and I know I'm, I'm making light of it, but that's real shit. Like it'd be difficult to disassociate that so quickly when he's being so tre- being treated so unfairly, you know, inhumanely. So I don't know. Would that bother you? Man, am I looking into it? I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that those people get bothered by that. Because here's the thing. I think I disagree with you. I think it's lazy to say like because that's what racists do, right? That's what pricks do, or people who who try to support that. It's like oh. When I was seven, my dad got robbed by a black guy when we were coming back home from the grocery store. And ever uh-huh. since then, I've hated the black guys. Like, that's shut yeah. the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? One nigga robbing your daddy 12 years ago, nigga, is not why you hate black people, right? Yeah. It's because you ain't shit and you need somebody to blame, right? <laughs> because I think those people understand that just because a white person over in Seattle killed a black man, exactly. it yeah. doesn't mean the white person that has shown me nothing but love and attention yeah. and support is anybody I should treat differently today than I did yesterday. And, and, and you know a perfect I mean? example of that, Little Wayne talks about it, right? So yeah, he did. Little Wayne was on ESPN. On, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he was on ESPN and he was talking and he were, they were just like, you know, did you ever feel like you explained, um, you know, experienced racism? And he said, no, I haven't, right? And if, you know, I go to Lil Wayne concerts, you come with me. And if you look in that crowd, it is not black people in that yeah. crowd. It is probably like 75 to 80% white. It's because of tickets is $215. <laughs> you can get it on Groupon. You can get it on Groupon. Either way, but the point of the matter is he said that when he shot himself as a kid because he was going through a real depressive state, the cops came in. All the black cops stepped over him. And the white cop, the one white cop said, you just going to step over him. You see him shot. You concerned about everything in the house. He took him to the hospital, drove him to the hospital, stayed with him, made checked on him till he got well, and they're friends till this day. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uncle so Bob. yeah, so he felt like, no, I mean, I can't really associate the same way other people may. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you can't just say one bad apple ruins the whole fucking bunch, right? I believe in interracial relationships. I don't have a problem with it, right? Yeah. I don't see yeah. color. I come from Jamaica. The model is out of many one people, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, for me, it's just like, this is a cop situation. This is a systematic, judicial, legal matter more than it's just a black and white situation, right? And, and we're being targeted. So I can't look if I'm with if I'm with a white woman and say this is all your fault, yeah. whitey. You know what no, I'm saying? No, I agree. I know. I'm yeah. just playing. I'm just gonna hope that she comforts me yeah. in a good, nice and way, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you got the right, it, if she's with you, trust me, she's gonna be just as upset because she loved every inch of you. And I mean, every those inch. She, she calls you. Her, she calls you her little brownie. Yeah. You know no, no. Saying? On IG, you know I saw something. All the you know women of color. And every race are getting together, and they're really upset because they love black dick more than really anything else. And, you know, just white women, Spanish women, <laughs> like they're all like Black Lives Matter. And it's all because of the black dick. I saw one picture with one post. It was every rainbow. It was like, yes, we all love black dick. Like black dick matters. You know what I mean? So I definitely see. I definitely feel like good dick brought the the world together. <laughs> that's, that's the tough. Yo, you heard it here first. Jeezy's heard it first. Good black dick brought the world together. It's going to end it wasn't, racism. It wasn't George Floyd, huh? You know no, no, it's going to end racism. He didn't change the world, huh? No, okay. we got to dig him down. One, <laughs> one, one none at a time, y'all. Come on, black man. Bring them all over. You know what I'm saying? I think that could work, though. Right. Possible. <laughs> so you don't see any stress then 
on a relationship then in that situation? No, I think that's too complex. I mean, because what if you got, I mean, like, here's the thing, right? When you start talking about what makes somebody black and what makes somebody white, right? Because I can find Indians darker than, than black people, right? Mm-hmm. So it can't be the skin color, right? You can find some hood ass Spanish people with light eyes and light skin and light hair. And they're like, I'm not, I used to work with this Cuban dude, right? Mm-hmm. Green, light green eyes, brown hair. And I would say shit about I'd be like, white people. He's like, fuck, I'm not fucking white, bro. Like, like, yeah. he, like he called feelings. He's like, I'm not I'm like, Yo, you clearly are white. Yeah. Like, you can say what you want. But my point is, is that so if you if you were the white Spanish person, should you be mad at them or no? Because they Spanish though. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? It, it gets too complicated. Yeah, that's that's too much shit to have on your brain. Love who love you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck who don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am liking like a lot of the like, especially the black relationships. I'm really liking, you know, a lot of these posts where they just like. You know, this this is my king and, you know, the world is hard out there. But when he come home, I'm going to treat him yeah. like, I just hope you fucking mean Wait, it. But, I see. I but, call so much bullshit on but, a lot of but that, I tell but, you yeah. that. But I tell you, when you get that good black love, I mean, that's all that matters. That yeah. should be the hashtag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I call a lot of bullshit on that social media shit. Is, a lot know, of people live in fake fake. Yeah. Uh, you for know real, what I mean? I'm just being real because a lot of people are posting that. And they ain't even say that shit to their own man. They ain't say that shit to their own husband. <laughs> That's real talk. So That's real talk. They're, you know, they're, you're liking, liking, liking. You ain't said shit to home. Yeah. And you got you a black man home now? every day stro- going through the struggle. And you haven't reassured him in any ways. You know what I mean? You got have old ass drawers come on, on walking around the house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, and he's still fucking with your ass. That's a different <laughs> subject. Des, don't, don't bring me that, Des. Don't fucking bring me. You know what? Take me there. It's 2020. If your bra and panties don't match, he'll kill yourself. What the oh, fuck is you doing? They got the match, though? Dog, everywhere got a sale, nigga. What? Everywhere, nigga. Everywhere. If your drawers and panties... Dog, I'm not saying they got to be a perfect match, but the bra and the, the drawers, they should blend in some. Nigga, think it together, ho. Can they be complimentary colors? You know yeah, what? Complimentary, complimentary colors. Yeah. If they don't match, nobody's probably touching you, and that's fine. You know, that's the way you live in your life. But shit, man, if you ever want to get she touched, got that red and lime green. I, I just don't like that shit, <laughs> God, dog. That, that's a real. You know, I just don't fuck with that so shit. So you care about that? Not how her body looks in them drawers? I definitely care how that that's body awesome. looks. I want it all. They're going to be on long. You, anyway. know you know what I feel like? <clears throat> I, you, you, you deserve what you want. You know what I mean? And you want what you deserve. So True. I do want that to match, and I want what I take off and under that to fucking look good too. Why yeah. not? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not stupid. Obviously, there's times where that's not gonna matter, but right. for right. the most part, ladies, it should be something you strive to. You want your nigga draws to look right? I mean, right? When we take our shit off, they don't want our shit to be holy and raggedy. You know what, all, what I'm saying? All my thighs eating out. I'm just gonna go ahead and. Run. <laughs> <laughs> man, I ain't mine too. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. We keep it real here on this, on this podcast, yeah. and, and I'm going to keep it real and say, two months ago, mine were too, but I restocked all my dogs. I went to Polo, I went to Walmart, I got all the good comfort sauce, and, and I restocked everything, and I'm riding clean, lady, because I won't do y'all like these niggas doing, and shout out to the fellas that's keeping tight. I don't care if you got a lady, she wants your drawers to look good too. Sometimes you got to free ball it too, though, depending on where you're going. You know, I had a homegirl that says she fucking with a nigga that always wearing basketball shorts, no draws. And she thought that was weird and asked if I do it. I was like, I mean, I feel like I'm always wearing boxers, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's might be that's a comfortable. That's strip club attire. Right? I, free ball, I free ball regularly. <laughs> regularly. I free ball regularly. You, really? Yeah, yeah. In, in jeans and stuff? Yeah, whatever. My no, really? In jeans? <laughs> yes. 
No, yeah, bro. That's I mean, like, odd, but that's one mistake away from death, right yeah. there. You ever, caught, you ever caught an orgasm on a good rub? No. Okay. Just no. Sure. No. What? No, I don't no, know. I just yeah. I'm asking questions. You always take it somewhere else. <laughs> so yeah, you do. You do you? Do. So do you really think then there's any stress on the black relationships? Um, no. I guess it's just normal shit for no, us. No, no, no. I think the other day at office. You know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of anger currently around. Like, you can see all of this. I mean, especially if you're getting all this media overload. It's social media, it's CNN, it's on every news channel, it's on it's on YouTube, it's on everywhere that you go. So you can't miss this. So I think eventually you start subconsciously picking up all of these things. And it can create a lot of intense anger and frustration and disappointment. And you're dealing with that in a, in a black couple, right? And... You guys should have those conversations. You should have those conversations. You should talk about it. If you feel like you need to cry about it, cry about it. I know niggas feel like that's not the the play, man. But let me just tell you, man. If you can't be vulnerable in your own goddamn home with your own goddamn lady, now miss me with that and then get rid of her. Or you just go cry in your car by yourself and come back in after you tighten up. What about in a shower? What about (laughs) crying in the shower? (laughs) To a blend in so you... I Nobody cried. don't know what's I, going on. I cried in the shower. Put on a little Rona really? eyes. Man. I cried in the shower. Did you, did you kneel down in the fetal position and get in the tub or you were still up? Nigga, you watched the saw that in the movie or something. Well, you know, listen, we're going to leave it there and we're going to move this on. You know, we just thank everybody for signing in and checking us out, man. You know, everything that's going on right now, keep it together, man. I just say stay together, keep your head up, keep pushing on. Keep I know that shit sounds kind of cliche, but. I don't know what there else, what else there is to really do, you know, navigating this world as a black person, as a person of color. This shit is hard work, but we, you probably been doing, been doing it your whole life. So yeah, don't do nothing different. You know, don't do anything different. Yeah. And um, man, shit, man. Listen, don't, don't 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 let your balls get you in trouble. Too a lot of niggas out here didn't let their balls get big and shit because of the protest. Yeah. Yeah, these cops are, some of these cops will still shoot your black yeah. ass. So don't, it's still don't, happening. You don't feel so safe. This nigga's still dying every day. It's still happening. You be on that, you be on that goddamn back page. So mm-hmm. and you have freedom of speech, but don't think shit sweet, nigga. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm straight up. Well, you said. call them something you want to and yeah. see if they don't have your ass hemmed up. You know what I'm saying. I mean, but I think more importantly, we missing that this the the attack is really on the black male man. And to be honest with you, it's already hard as shit out there, man. At the end of the day, if you got to come home, man, please, ladies, take. If you got a black man, I don't care what color you are, but especially if you you have a black woman in your life, take care of that man right now because this shit is rough as fuck normally, right? Now. Regardless of your race, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah take, take care, care of your man. Yeah, take I'm care. Just, somebody it's, else will. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it, there's, there's, there's that piece, but it, it's just it feels substantially harder for a black man right now it in America, is. man. And 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 you know what? It's always been like that. I think we, it's just a little bit more. We have easy access to a global platform, and everyone has a recording device, so it's a little bit more um, just in your face. But, man, it's hard out there. Bro. And you know what will make every black man feel better? Hey, yeah, just feel some head. I hand, mean, listen, a well-timed a hand well, job as well. If, if your hand job game is, is strong, please. Yeah. But if it's not, use don't oil. insult him or waste your time. Do not use coconut Leave oil. Leave that Jergens alone. No, no you do cocoa you got to get lube. No, cocoa get butter, bro. Organic you got to get good loot. Cocoa butter had your shit right. Astro Bride, no, nigga. I've been using cocoa butter since my 20s. Yeah, but all that shit is going to do is just dry you up. You need to elevate your game, dog. Nah, nah. My point I of don't. the matter is, ladies, give your black man some head. That's what he need. Mm-hmm. Nothing will ease Preach. the pain. But only if it's good. If I your mean, head if your head is whack-whack, don't give it to him. If if your head is whack and, and, you know he, if it is. and he kept you around... 
God, you should be sucking his fucking toes, girl, because yeah. that nigga don't deserve this this horrible treatment. But Jeezy, they ask. Okay. They ask, how do I know if my head is whack? Because he stops you. He says it's good. You're yeah. good now. Yes. Damn, that's uh, tough. Don't worry about it. We can go ahead and stop. We can go ahead and move to something else. That, that hurt my heart because every, that a man can experience that too on both ends. So we all know, you know, it, it goes both ways. But I've been there. Yeah, suck, yeah, yeah. suck your man off, ladies. You know what I'm saying? And let that shit drip. You know what I'm saying? You got nasty with it. No, no. You got to. I hate when it's dripping and they want to wipe that shit off. Yeah. This ain't no fucking dinner table mm-hmm. at, at, at a restaurant, nigga. You know, we ain't fine dining eating, nigga. We getting nasty, nigga. Like... Eat off the fucking flow, nasty nigga. Yeah. You know, let like, that shit like drip. crab boil, nasty. Mm-hmm. I want a wet chest, nigga. Oh yeah, you got I to. I want to look like somebody threw baby oil on your chest. You know your skin. Like, who got baby oil? You know, I, I, I know what a baby oil. You know oil. it's so wet, ain't no more friction. Oh my gosh, you know that bitch like. Oh my, just slide, nigga. <laughs> 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 so that shit so nasty, nigga. <laughs> and I don't know if it's you or me, but when I see the abundance of spit. My dick hardens. It's like, man, this is some nasty shit, and it excites me. So I just, I just want to go get a towel and wipe some of that. Yeah, shit. I don't know why you I'm have gonna, a problem with bodily yeah, fluids, man. Yeah. It's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have as much of a problem anymore. But yeah, there, I mean, in excess, I'm like, you know, yeah. I, I get it. I mean, yeah. Do you like to sit in it after it's all said and done? No, yeah, I mean, sit in it. Sit in it. You don't no. want it to dry up on you. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's not. We're not talking about sitting. I'm just not rushing to clean it up. Like, yeah. what are you taking, like? Five minutes before you get up? I'll probably take about five. Yeah, I'll take, probably take five. Five is yeah. appropriate. She's supposed to be bringing me that rag back, though. If she's a good one, Ooh, she will. Oh, yes, she will. And if she's a good and one, she will. And if she's really good, she'll, she'll warm make it. sure it's hot, though. Hot, yeah. She'll Y'all want hot it too hot because I had gotten them too hot before. Right. And I don't like it. <laughs> 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 I just want about 82 degrees. I don't want and, it. And, and ladies. So you got a specific temperature? <laughs> what, you got to take a thermometer in there? Would you prefer a hot, damp rag followed by... Uh, a dry cloth, or would you just want a damp rag? Nah, I like to let it air dry. Let it air dry. <laughs> Ladies, we helping you out here because listen, every nigga is different. You know? I can see Dez just got his legs open like the wire with the fan on. Oh man, I can see my bitch coming to me with her hands out like a ballet with a, a wet towel and a dry one. <laughs> you know, damping me up and like, then drying like, me like off. A yeah, like yeah. a butler. Exactly. My bad. Yeah, but if, it, if you get that dry one and she too low rough with it, it can mess you up. Yeah. Be delicate on the balls, period, ladies. Yeah, um, especially right after. They tender. But even while you're sucking them, it's just like a tease. Mm-hmm. Don't be rough on the balls. Although I'm sure somewhere a man wants his balls manhandled. I, I seen him get like kicked a, in the balls like, from the other <laughs> thing yesterday. He's like, oh, I love it. She's like, you little bitch. He's like, I love it. What? Oh, was it white like, people? Oh, of course she, she was. Added, I had to, she had it in her mouth like a jawbreaker, just fucking it up like that? She was taking her foot and kicking it right in the fucking ball. Oh, that's, oh, that's horrible. That, that hurt my She couldn't nuts. even walk. And he liked it too. He's a dumb ass. <laughs> Oh, once again, we have taken it far left. Uh, Brunch with the boys. Y'all know where to find us. Yeah, man. We're on uh, everything. All the socials, Instagram, Facebook. We got a huge YouTube presence. We're on Apple, Spotify, every podcast platform you can think of, man. Let it drip. Hey, we appreciate y'all so much. Continue to listen to us. Let your people know that you listen to us. We need more fans. We need more ideas. We love y'all. Oh, shit. Stay tuned. And I forgot to tell y'all, man. We hit 30,000 listens, man. So hey. Appreciate y'all. We're going to do something to celebrate that with all of our listeners. So. Yeah, we should get tequila. Tequila shots, y'all. I mean, we can start there. But hey, I don't think that's hey, a for our listeners, about, but I hear it. I just heard they about to open the club back up, too. All right, turn up. You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute. Yeah. My birthday coming up in August. So. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. You know turn. My birthday. Yeah, you rarely tell us when your birthday is, yeah. too. This yeah. nigga. <laughs> 
you're trying to never age and shit. <laughs> no, right now I'm 33, bro. <laughs> like, 33. Now, yeah, I ain't, it ain't been your birthday in three years, bro. You're like, yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. Coffee and brunch. We can have a conversations over coffee and brunch. Ha. 